Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Back home, of course, the focus is, is quickly and fiercely turned to this A-League Grand Final debate. I want to get the thoughts of Alex Brosk, especially off the back of the global game last night with Simon Hill. Hands absolutely full. Brosky's on the line. Good morning to you, Alex. Thanks for your time. No, no problem. Thanks for having me on the show. Oh, what was the overriding takeaway from last night's frank and forthright discussion around this APL slash A-League Grand Final? Oh, it was incredible. I mean, our whole show was uh, was dominated by texts and calls coming in um, with fans clearly not happy about what's happened and, and, you know, what's transpired over the last sort of 24, 48 hours uh, with the APL decision to, to move the Grand Finals to Sydney and understandably so, you know, I think it's it's a difficult one for the fans. I think it's the one thing that makes, you know, our A-League grand final spectacle so great. The fact that, you know, as a team, as a club and as fans, you've earned the right, you know, in your team um, earning the grand final. And then, um, you know, the, the passion and atmosphere in those stadiums. I've played in several away grand finals. I've played in a home grand final. And it's just insane, the, the level of noise and passion and atmosphere that's driven by the fans, you know. And now this is being taken away from them in what they feel is, you know, a big sort of cash grab and, and marketing plan to try and turn it into the NRL or, or, or AFL, where that's been our, our point of difference. So, look, the, the fans are, are upset and understandably so. And, look, from, from my point of view, I'm, I'm sort of holding out hope that there, there has to be a, a bigger picture to this and, and there has to be more behind it. The, the 10 to $15 million that, you know, the APL are getting for this, that's, that's, that's not much, you know. That's not game-changing for our sport. Maybe there's something more behind it. Maybe there's more funding promised uh, on the back off the back of this that hasn't been announced. Um, that is potentially game changing. You know, some some money that'll go into the grassroots football. But at the moment, we just haven't heard it, and it's hard to see how they came to this uh, decision when they knew the fans weren't going to like it. You know, so look, it's just difficult to to stomach at the moment. Yeah, and there's a, there's so much to it, isn't in there? Isn't there? And 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 I said yesterday, Broski, that. I think a lot more understanding would have gone around this had the decision just been um, told to the fans in a very simple way. We're doing this because we want to build for the future a financial nest egg that helps us build the grand final. We need a product that we can get revenue from and away we go. And, And these are the decisions that we're making. We know they're not going to be popular. However, they tried to sort of make it all sound and look really nice with beautiful videos and all that kind of mm. stuff. I, I had a three-hour debate with my listeners yesterday, mate. And I, along the way, what I was looking for was to be educated and to understand this issue more. Because I'm not embedded in the world of football and I'm not embedded in the world of A-League. What I got at the end of three hours was an absolute clear understanding of why the fans don't like it. That's what I got. What I can't understand is how the APL didn't see that coming to the extent that we got in three hours yesterday. 
Well, in, in speaking to Danny Townsend, I mean, he said they did. He said that they held fan forums where this was discussed and this was put to them. And he said that nothing that we that's come out we haven't heard already. That is then the surprising part. You know, if they knew the backlash was coming um, and, and that the fans were not going to be happy, fans were actually going to get together, um, you know, similar to, to, to what we saw in 2015 um, when the fans sort of revolted against David Gallup and comments that he made toward about about fans. If, if they knew that this was going to happen, why did they press on with it? And that's why it's got me thinking that this has to be, there has to be more to it. I don't know if they're, they're just not allowed to say it um, at the moment, if there is more funding on its way. But it, it, it's, it is mind-boggling, you know. I mean, they, they knew it was coming. They knew that they would get this sort of kickback and they still pushed on with it. It's, um, it's hard to understand. Look, I, I mean, you've got to give credit to, to Danny Townsend. Um, he's faced the media. He's faced every question and, and he hasn't stood back from it, you know, which, which is great to see. You want your leaders... Um, you know, being bold and, and, and doing things and trying to move the game forward. But this is a real head scratch. I, I can't understand it at the moment. And like I said, unless there's more behind it that we just aren't clear of yet, um, I, I can't see why they would have done it. Is there is there a problem with the process here? Because uh, the way that, you know, it unfolded yesterday, and I, and I went digging, one of the first things we did was start to go digging into who's exactly on the APL board. And look, mate, I'm with you. I actually think that the CEO of the organisation has an express right, if not, um, if not a duty, to look for these options for the game, to take risks and try and make these decisions. That's what he's there for. He's not there to shuffle his feet underneath the desk. So I'm with you on that. However, when I see that this comes through the board and there are clubs on the board, yet we have a club that was represented on the board with their chairman standing down, we have other clubs saying <laughs> we don't have any representation, does it show that... If we take this issue aside, does it show that the APL setup is not as streamlined as it needs to be when this next kind of decision comes along? They need to be better at it. Well, that's how it seems. I mean, you want, when decisions like this are made, you want the whole of the game behind it. Um, and, and we know that the fans were, were promised a seat at the table, which they obviously and, and currently don't seem to have. Um, but the clubs as well, you want when a decision like this is made for the good of the game, for the growth of the game, you need all clubs behind it and all clubs supporting it. You know, and um, that's we, we just we just saw people running for the exits um, yesterday, which is not what you want to see. We we, we didn't see a game uh, joined together and clubs joined together. We saw a CEO come out and make a decision, and then we saw um, a number of clubs distance themselves from it, which is. Which is strange. So I think that whole process, you're right, it has to it has to improve, it has to be better because it makes them look like clowns in a way, you know. I mean, this was a decision that's supposed to be for the good of the game and, and to help grow the game, yet half the clubs are saying, Well, we didn't know about it, we weren't we weren't asked, we weren't consulted. Um, one of the you know I think Melbourne Victory's director stepping down from the APL board, mm. you know, to obviously avoid the backlash from his side. It, it's um, yeah. It, look, it, it's not. Uh, it, it's definitely not good. It, it doesn't look good. It needs to be handled a lot better. Yeah, it certainly is. It, it's messy. And when I said that yesterday, somebody <laughs> texted in saying, "I wish it was the other messy." But that's you know that's what it is. <laughs> what would you say to fans who are saying we're we're going to walk out at the twentieth minute? We're going to walk out in the middle of of the games this week. Does does that? I mean, everyone's got the right to protest. Hundred percent get that. But mm. does that send the right message to the game itself? 
It just does. It's just not a a good look. I'm not a fan of it because at the end of the day, the ones who suffer from this are the players, right? They go out there and and they have to show up and they have to play, um, and they're going to do it in front of empty stadiums because the fans are upset. And I, I 100% get that. I'm behind the fans on on their decision to do it, but I just don't like it. I I don't think it's the right way to handle it. I think there are other ways. Um, you know, their voices have been heard. I mean, we've seen with the reaction. Um, you know, on Twitter and, and just what everybody's saying, they're not happy and, and they need to be heard, rightfully so. But exiting games and not showing up to games, that's the worst thing that can happen for our code, you know. So I, I, I don't know. I don't like seeing that. I hope they do show up. I, I hope maybe they, they hold up banners and, and, and show have other ways of protesting, but don't leave or don't not support the players because they need this. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Let's talk about the World Cup, mate. Uh, obviously, Argentina go through... This morning, and they just they just look so impressive, and we'll wait to see what happens tomorrow morning. Tom on the text line says, a question for Broski, will Argentina do what Italy did in 2006 by knocking Australia out and then winning the World Cup? <laughs> um, look, I, I, for one, think they, well, they definitely can. I think, I thought tonight or this morning was, was the game that um, potentially could, could, you know, see them come, their, their tournament come to an end, but Messi was just... As usual, um, on another level, when he needed to be in big moments, um, and Argentina went through comfortable. Something we haven't seen all tournament. You know, even against Australia, um, you know, we we had them looking very shaky towards the end there. Um, and this is the first game where, for me, they were just completely dominant, completely outclassed, and they just seemed to be peaking at the right time. I, I do think France will get through the other semi final, and it'll be an incredible clash. But I, for one, personally am hoping, um, even as uh, someone of Uruguayan background, that Argentina does go through and, and win it because Messi deserves to be spoken about, you know, alongside Pelé and Maradona. And for a lot of people, the fact he hasn't won a World Cup, that's what's holding him back. So I'd love to see him uh, lifting that trophy. What do you think of third-place playoffs? I reckon that must be the hardest game to play in. No, I mean, we should we should possibly laugh. the worst. Possibly the worst, exactly. And we shouldn't laugh, but it's got to be done, and it'll be done on Sunday morning. So we know the Croatians are going to have to go out there and do that, and it'll either be France or Morocco facing them. Could, could you imagine lining up for a third-place playoff match at a, at a World Cup? Oh, not really. Not look. To be fair, lining up in, for that match uh, shows that you've had an incredibly good tournament. I think Croatia have to be proud with um, with what you know beating Brazil and and even getting to the semi-finals off the back of what they did last World Cup in making the final. Um, you know, but it, it would be incredibly tough to know you've missed out. You, the last thing you want to do now is go and play another game of football. You want to go home and and, and just you know. Forget about what's happened and, and look towards, uh, I don't know, the next World Cup possibly. But now they've got to play another game somehow. And look, I think regardless, finishing third, finishing fourth, they've got to go out and do it. And um, I'm sure they'll put in a good performance and it will be a good... Those games are always entertaining. Yeah, yeah, because you never know what you're going to get. You never know how long they've stayed up the <laughs> night before, I reckon, is probably the, probably the real point. Good on you, mate. Appreciate it. I know you had a busy night last night, so thank you for your thoughts this morning, and we'll see where all of this leads in the in the A-League and the game here in Australia. But, gee, there's some passion behind our football fans in this country. Thank you, Alex, and uh, Merry Christmas no to you, mate. Thank you. You too. Bye. Alex Brosk there, obviously, every Tuesday night right here on SEN Live from 9 o'clock Eastern Daylight, saving time for the global game. And how's that for an issue to dig your teeth into? Um, 
maybe there is a little bit more. Maybe there is more to come that they can't talk about. Maybe there's a bigger deal in place. Uh, I just think that we got from you yesterday, our listeners, a lot of the thoughts around more transparency needed in this decision. Why, 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 why? And I guess it got even muddier and murkier when we started to find out that um, those sitting around the board table which voted for it, I mean, not everyone needs to vote for it, but they, they just didn't support it. The clubs don't support it. The fans don't support it. But head office does. And if that's the road that you're going to take, you have to be very forthright with the reasons why behind that decision, uh, why you took that decision and why you're sticking to it. And at the moment, they are 22 and a half minutes past 10 in Sydney and 22 and a half after nine for our Queensland listeners this morning.